Hi, my name is Carolyn. Welcome to The Home Place and Moments for Moms. Today we're going to get into a question that is a real burden on my heart, something that has come to me in many ways from many people all around the world. I'm going to get straight into it. It asks, how do you keep your devotional life alive and fresh when you have several little ones plus a newborn baby who is up several times a night? I know that's a question that many moms have. It's a question that I had when I had my little people. How do we do this? It seems impossible. And today we're going to dive straight into 10 tips, 10 helpful thoughts that can guide us in this process as moms, especially when we have little ones. So number one, you know, this is really our greatest encouragement. If we could just catch that vision as moms, I think it would help us to really spend that time that we need to have, even though it may not be as we used to do it. So it is our greatest encouragement. In the book, Adventist Home, it says on page 204, if mothers would go to Christ more frequently and trust him more fully, their burdens would be easier and they would find rest to their souls. That is really an encouragement to each one of us, to you in particular, moms, if you have little people in the home. Go to Christ more frequently. We often find ourselves at the end of our tether, at the end of our rope, and then we turn to Him rather than realizing if I just went to Him and just poured it all out, I would find my burdens would be easier and I'd have rest in my soul. So, really finding a way to spend that time in spite of little people and babies and sleepless nights is really the key to what we're looking at here today in this program. Number two, be realistic. And when I say that, I mean, so if you were somebody that loved to have your devotions with the Lord first thing in the morning, pre-children, and now you've got two and three and four little ones in the home, you're not gonna be able to do what you did. You're not gonna be able to do what I can now do because my young people have grown and gone and flown the nest. So be realistic for who you are and where you are right now here at this time. Number three, recognize how much you need it, how much I need it. John 17 and verse 19 says, and for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. You know, that's that's not meaning that somehow I make myself holy. It just means that for their sakes, for the sake of the rest of my family, I'm gonna take the time with the Lord for myself and for them. And you know, something I noticed when, so when our children were younger, um, I noticed that if I skipped my personal time, my personal devotions, if I really didn't have anything very meaningful in my time with the Lord, I noticed, and this is this is a topic for another day, but as I would look at my children and them having their devotions as they were getting older and ages and able to do that, I noticed that when my devotional life was lacking, so were theirs and I would have more trouble with them during the day when I hadn't spent the time with the Lord. That's kind of interesting. I'm sure it was partly the way I managed them, but somehow it affected them too. So spending that time is something we really need, not just for ourselves, but for them and how we're going to manage life in their day through that day. So another vitally important thing, it affects them. Number four, snatches of time in being realistic 
and not being able to sit for hour upon hour when we have little people in the home, we're going to have to grab snatches of time. And I can remember when Hannah was, oh, seven or eight, I think. And she was an early bird, just like me. She liked to get up early. And so I was trying to make sure that I got up at least an hour before the children did so that I could get on my game, I could get my day planned out and I could have my devotions. And she was getting up earlier and then earlier and then earlier. And I was having to get up so much earlier, I couldn't keep on top of it. But it was, it was, I had to take those opportunities as I could snatch those bits, those moments of time. And I was trying to snatch it before the children got up. But you know, that may not be where you are. You might be dealing with two little ones and a baby that's, you know, having you up two and three times in the night. And if that is you, <coughs> if that is you, seize the moments during your children's nap time. I know sometimes if you've been up multiple times in the night, that might be when you, when you get your nap too. Or it might be when you get a pile of chores done that you can't do, ironing and those kinds of things that you just can't do when there's little people around. But try to use some of those nap times that they have or another great time is if you're nursing and you're nursing in the night it's a fantastic time to be able to have specific prayer time to you can listen to you know put your earbuds in and listen to the bible or i love to listen to the conflict series i'm listening through the conflict series right now so i'm in page arts and prophets another great thing you can listen so those are just opportunities to think about your day and rather than just thinking, I've just got to get through this day, be thinking about your day in relation to when can I get moments with the Lord that will be my charge for the day, that's going to help me to go through this day with him in the way that I want to be for my children. That was number four, recognizing the needs. Number four was snatches of time. Number five, schedule will make it more reliable. And that is also another topic for another day. But simply to say that if you have no schedule, you can't look at your day and plan out when will I take that time, that opportunity to spend the time with the Lord. But if you do, and you have a schedule that's kind of, you know, roughly, when everybody's getting up, when everybody's going to bed, how many times you're going to be up in the night, when nap time should be, meal time should be, then you can start to look at, you know what, here's when I can take this time with the Lord and here's where I can. Now, I think we all know that the best time is the first in the morning, because if we leave it till nighttime, often we never get there. But I just want to encourage you that as you're going through the changes that take place in a home and in your life, as young ones come into the family, you may well have to, for a time, find your opportunity to get it at a time other than first thing in the morning. But ideally, that's what you're aiming for eventually, because we are so good at talking ourselves out of the need to have this quiet time, this devotional time with the Lord, if we're not too careful and the day goes on. In that devotion time, use it 
This is number six, tip number six, to claim Bible promises. You know, that might be all you have opportunity to do. You're two in the morning and you're nursing your infant and you, you know, thumb through your Bible on your phone. You come to one of the Psalms and a beautiful promise. And that might be all you've got the ability to do at that point is just to mull over that Bible verse. Many, many beautiful promises. You know, ones that really were a blessing to me. Proverbs 22, verse six. We all know that as moms. Train up a child the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it beautiful promise stands the test of time whether you've got a one-year-old or a 21 year old claim that bible promise another one isaiah 40 and verse 11 he will feed his flock like a shepherd he will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young if you've got little children in the home that's you you are with young and he will take your little ones into his arms and he will gently lead you on as you are trying to work with these little ones and you know, the Lord isn't there with his finger out and his wagging finger and shaking his head because as a mom, you're burned out and frazzled trying to do whatever you can for your young people. And he's not there going, well, you didn't have devotions. He loves you. He longs to meet with you, to give you the encouragement that he knows he has to be able to give. So grabbing opportunity to cling on to, hold on to some of those promises and claim those can be a huge encouragement to you in this season of life. That was number six. Number seven, don't beat yourself up. If you go day after day and you're finding you're just not getting there, maybe all you've got opportunity to do is pray. And as you're nursing your infant, that's a great, you're sitting there and I know what it was like in the middle of the night, you're nursing and you're falling asleep as you're nursing and you know, you kind of come to and the baby's dropped off and it's like, you know, maybe that's a time when you can just be praying and don't be looking around you at people like me that my age and stage or other people or you're in church and you hear people talking about what they were doing in their devotions and you're thinking yeah and I'm not a Christian at all because I don't seem to be able to don't beat yourself up this is a season it's a very vital season fundamental to who your young people are going to become and whilst you really need that time with him you also have to try to juggle so many things and it takes a while to get used to how to do that, to figure out how this schedule is going to work now with yet another baby in the family on the program, so to speak. So don't beat yourself up because when we do that, we get discouraged and often then we go, oh, well, never mind, forget it. I don't do devotions and, and that's really unfortunate. So number seven, don't beat yourself up. Something that, um, a mom once asked me, is it okay to read books like Child Guidance in my devotions? And I would say, if you've got children, it's more than okay. It's vitally important that you do. And I don't mean that you have to sit and read a chapter a day or read it from cover to cover. You can do it all kinds of ways. Now, I have done it both. I've done cover to cover, but I also have dived into certain chapters and certain topics and just read a sentence or a paragraph and then asking the Lord, help me, show me how to take this and make it real in my life today and in the family. And that's something I'd really encourage you with in your devotions. Keep that book along with your Bible and the beautiful verses there. Keep the book child guidance to hand because it's something you're gonna to wanna to refer to many times over. Number nine. This time with the Lord is vitally important. I think I've kind of 
shared that but here's a beautiful um, quote from the book Adventist Home page 206 it says the mother should feel her need of the Holy Spirit's guidance that she herself may have a genuine experience in submission to the way and will of God then through the grace of Christ she can be a wise gentle loving teacher so if you are feeling your need you are right on track the mother says should feel her need oh boy i know i've just talked to moms today who are frazzled with trying to keep it all together and keep their li- those little feet on the right path and we need the lord we so do it is just a, like a lifeline to us at this stage and believe me actually all the way through you will find that but it's somehow even more tangible when you are at this kind of raw edge stage with little tiny people so vitally important and then lastly but by no means least is prayer pray pray and pray some more and as i said whether that be you know snatches here and there whether it's on your knees by the side of the bed, whether it's sitting on the beanbag as you're nursing the infant, your infant, whether it's typing. I love to, whenever I can, I like to write out my prayers. Um, I do it here on my computer or on my phone sometimes. I sometimes do it in a paper journal, but I tend to mess up and then it looks yucky and I don't like it when it looks yucky, but on the computer you can erase it and (laughs) do over. But prayer is so incredibly vital. Here's what it says in the book, Patriarchs and Prophets, the one I'm just reading. Uh, or listening to on page 572 and was referring to Hannah the mother of Samuel and it says when separated from her child the faithful mother's solicitude did not cease every day he was the subject of her prayers and you know I totally get that with our little ones we're just constantly crying out for help and as we read earlier Jesus wants to be there for us as we seek him, he will be there. But that prayer, prayer for yourself, that you'll have the patience and the courage and the strength to do what you know you should in the raising of these little ones. Prayer for them, and and, and I really encourage that. We saw in multiple different ways as we prayed for and with our children, the powerful impact that that had on them even when it came to, Lord, please help them not to cry in this situation. And then we would pray with them and talk to them about it and pray over them as we went through that situation. And we saw powerful results. But I just want to touch on just for a moment, you know, a lot of moments for moms is dealing and encouraging, dealing with and encouraging moms with young ones. But there's also the likes of myself where our young people have, we've gone through all of that stage and now they've flown the nest. Prayer, I can, I don't, I didn't understand it until now, but I would talk to moms with older children who are now young adults and they would talk to me about prayer and I would encourage them how important prayer was. But you know, it's only now that my young ones have flown the nest and they're out serving the Lord in different places that I'm coming to understand just how vital prayer is and probably the biggest part of our parenting at this stage for my husband and I is prayer. Now, of course, we talk to our children multiple times during the day and throughout the week, but praying for them very specifically that the Lord be very near to them, guiding them, cautioning them, bringing my prayer every day for my children is Lord, bring back to their minds what we poured in when they were little people. 
So encouragement for you, mums, keep pouring it in and keep praying. And then as they get older, that prayer becomes absolutely vital. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, as we pray, the Lord is able to move through those prayers. So in summary, this work of uh, for us as mums is never ending and it's all consuming. And we need a power source every day that is vital, as vital as eating and drinking is for us, is tapping into the power source that God is for us during this season and finding ways. Hopefully these 10 tips have been helpful. Don't beat yourself up. Don't expect to do hour upon hour, you know, straight off and grab those snatches of time that you can find around the busyness of your day, which is always changing because the little people are, their lives are changing, their schedules change. So grabbing those moments whilst you have them. So I hope you've enjoyed today's message and presentation. And if you have, you can like it, subscribe to our YouTube channel right there, click the bell and you will get frequently, you will get to hear whenever else we post videos, which we're doing on a regular basis. You can please do send in questions. I've got a lot of questions come in, but I always like more and more questions. And maybe there's 10 or 20 moms with the same question. I love it. That tells me this is a really important topic. It's time to get it out there for you to all, you know, enjoy and, and get a blessing from. So you can go to thehomeplace.org and on there, there's many more videos that you can see. You can contact me through WhatsApp, Messenger, Facebook, email send in your questions that way. Maybe you've got a question specific you want an answer to and we can chat over WhatsApp or maybe it's a more complicated thing and we can chat over a phone appointment. You can schedule all of that there on the website. So anyways, I look forward to hearing from you. I love the questions coming in. Keep them coming and I'll look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you.